0: Allow me to say, good afternoon, Paul. It's an absolute pleasure to be on this uh, call with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to sharing your perspectives and learnings for all of the leaders around the world who would benefit from your perspectives and experience, Paul, thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Venkat. It's a pleasure connecting with you. Definitely.
0: Allow me to go ahead and uh, get started by asking you a set of questions, Paul. In fact, the first question that I want to go ahead and start off with is primarily to look at, hey, how does your inner child bring out the best in you as a leader, Paul?
1: So, you know, uh, being a, you, know, you look at a child, and know there are a few things, right? One is there are no biases. Mm. And then there is, you know, a lot of trust right? So a child never would start with doubting a person in the first place, right? It's <laughs> built based on, you know, how the interaction works. Sure. So, um, you know, do not start out like that in my leadership journey at the earlier stages of my leadership journey. But now, I feel like, you know, if you leave the biases out, and you trust that, you know, an individual would can deliver, mm. that that's a, that's a, that automatically elevates, uh, uh, you know, puts, accelerates your start right you know the start point is at a much farther distance versus you know if you start with biases and doubts and you know saying that hey look we'll start here and then we'll build up Mm. why don't we start here and if we have to take one step forward and then two step backward and then learn from it it's okay but you know don't have to be don't have to you know start way behind the start line Uh, So that kind of helps me because, you know, it also in the process, you learn the individual, uh, a lot of open conversation that is uh, vulnerabilities are not uh, being hidden or, you know, packaged as, uh, you know, no one is moonlighting as expert. Everybody starts from a place where, hey, let's do this together. There's a lot of intellectual curiosity. Hmm. A lot of openness and uh, there is no showmanship nobody has to one up the other because you know we're all starting from the same point beautiful beautiful
0: and that's interesting and i'm thinking back to your role paul you're now managing director in huron right and that means that there's a lot of pressure right innumerable number of priorities and everybody wants some piece of you and there's so much going on. what What are your daily rituals, Paul, that helps you to cope and thrive under pressure?
1: Yeah, so the beauty of you know uh, you know man, being you know being a people leader and you know uh, leading multiple departments is that you know it comes with the revelation that you know you don't have to do everything yourself, right? <laughs> That's the perk, right? Uh, but it also is, uh, you know, important to bring people together, right? Because you know there is multiple departments. Some of them are not interdependent. Mm. In the link, uh, in the chain link, there are, you know, there are some departments that forward and backward integrated. There are some, are at the very beginning, at the end, they never meet, mm. right? So, uh, how do you, you know, bring these chains, you know, the link together? How do you work with them? So my ritual is usually you know pick up the uh, you know look at, uh, pick up the list of things that we have wanted to do achieve in the week or in the month mm. and uh, and see you know um, see who all are involved in that and you know say make a list of people i want to connect with and uh, have a conversation without having presentation or without having an agenda but you know the the uh, underlying uh, underlying message is always, or the underlying intent or focus is always around what we want to collectively achieve. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, say, call it a cheat sheet without uh, being, you know, being named as a cheat sheet or the list of things I want to do.
0: Very good. Very good. In fact, what I'm also curious about, Paul, is the body, heart, mind, and soul. Right. All of those needs to be balanced in a leader. What do you what do you do to bring about this balance in yourself Paul
1: <laughs> so uh, you know someone someone actually you know a, a professor and a coach you know bless his heart is no longer uh, here uh, rest, you know his soul rest in peace but he used to say that you know the best best thoughts and you know the best way to connect uh, you know the yourself with mindfulness with the uh, with the uh, nature and with the family and with the work hmm. to takes some you know time off right uh, for personal time off he's he never, you know it, for some it's meditation for some it's you know uh, going to a place of worship True. for me it's my morning walk so i leave my phone behind i i don't you know listen to music or plug into anything i just walk for an hour and you know i think about uh, a bunch of things so uh, it could be anything from my child's college which is 15 years away <laughs> uh, or you know uh, about you know an upcoming event or hosting a, a customer so it could be anything but i just walk and you know observe and that's my relationship
0: so beautiful beautiful that's good to hear that's your me time to to understand and then plan better for uh, the journey ahead. Yeah, yes.
1: the fun part is you know in the process you burn a few calories, so why
0: not? <laughs> <laughs> How many calories is subject to dispute? <laughs> Definitely, you do.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's 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 less than what is being consumed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. You mentioned about teams, Paul. And in fact, I mean, what we discover is the fact, as leaders, we need to get the best out of our teams. Right, right. Now, you must have managed multiple teams with your experience, Paul. What are the weakest links that you have observed in teams that brings productivity down?
1: So a quote that I read a long time ago, mm-hmm. right? Um, the world would be a better place, or you know, the whatever we are attempting to do would be much better mm. if we all do not worry about who gets the credit for it. Beautiful, right? So I think one of those things that you know we're all worried about, you know, including me, and I'm sure you know, at uh, there are many accomplished leaders who have said this too, is that hey, we, at the end of the day, who gets the credit for it, right? So uh, that that kind of Think you know it sets back people. That you know, as soon as you you're thinking about credit, automatically there is a bit of you know territory territory that is established. There sure. is you know that there's this topic of you know I won't want I don't want to release my team member. I don't want to work on this. You know what is in it for me. All of that comes into play. Right. Uh, so I've been you know I'm, I'm I've I've done that. I'm a, I'm I'm party to it. And now that I am managing a team, I look at myself. You know, uh, we used to do that 15, 20 years ago as a you know, as a manager who was just being promoted, mm. and uh, and and you know, tell myself that if I had not done that, I could have reached, I could have fast tracked my career much faster than I have now. So you know, that's one that's one of those um, areas that I think you know is a Beautiful. major cause for conflict, concerns, you know, all the delays and
0: you uh, know. In fact, from whatever we have discussed so far, Paul, I'm gaining the fact that collective leadership is what you possibly respect more than just individual leadership. It's great that you're an individual leader, but what matters is what we collectively achieve.
1: Without a doubt, right? You know, because because this is not a... This is not a one-team sport. It's a league, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a league, every team has to be really good, and it has to work. Uh, it has to compete with a certain level of respect for each other and with certain rules and boundary. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's all about sportsmanship and winning, right? You know, if you if you win at all cost, right? And you know, some of the greatest uh, teams, you know, we used to love West Indies for that reason, right? They win. I-
0: They celebrate, they lose, they still celebrate. Correct, correct, correct. For them, it's just enjoying the journey experience, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Now that reminds me, I mean, Paul, I know you, that you're personally very passionate about growing your team, about helping them achieve what we call as a multiplier mindset for them to achieve far more, right? Rather than the incremental mindset. Now I'm sure you tell some stories within the organization to inspire people, Paul. Tell us one such story. Let other leaders in the world get inspired as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See the, the, the storytelling You know is the best way to actually communicate a message uh, without making it complicated. I like to share personal experiences and uh, you know, very recently I was in a session where somebody asked, "What's your leadership? What inspires you? Know uh, what is your inspiration to your leadership?" Mm-hmm. I say that you know, it's a random act of kindness that I've experienced my whole life, right? Yeah. Uh, so, in in my you know, there are there are many stories, and you know, there was just one that I shared recently with my team. Uh, uh, considering yesterday was, you know, the day where you remember your mentors. <laughs> uh, my first day at work, you know, I joined. I was just out of college, I still not, you know, it's still not graduated, right. Um, and um, meaning in the sense i would given my exams, but I also got through, you know, uh, got this job with a condition that uh, if I you know, if I graduate, I get to keep <laughs> so my parents, as when could you know you are from Chennai. So parents are very conservative. If you give more money, the kids gonna drink and smoke, so they give the exact same amount of you know that is required. <laughs> they have given me a certain like 20-30 rupees, which you know, took in back in the days was still a decent amount of money, but subsistence
0: but, elements, they call it.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it is, right? So I go there. And I meet this, uh, you know, gentleman Davis Isaac, you know, who I consider, you know, my my uh, mentor and you know, a good friend. Mm. So I meet him. He sits next to me. We attend this training. Since he is he's a bit more senior, he's he's at, been getting some salary for a while. Uh, so, son, even it's lunchtime, and I'm I'm saying that I'm going to the, to this place, and he says, never met him before. 10 years, my, you know, 10, 15 years, my senior, but still, you know, in his early 30s,
2: mm.
1: he says, let me take you someplace and we go, I have lunch and you won't let me pay for an entire week. He says, you, you earn your first salary and then you buy me lunch, right? Mm. Uh, so it, it was not necessary at all, you know, but that shaped my, you know, the way I, you know, I I lead, I, you know, I manage a team forever, right? it does not necessarily have to be judgmental it does not necessarily always have to be performance you know take care of someone who's struggling right or who's, who's not even asking help i was not asking help but i could have used help and clearly i have right i did need some help Correct. so there, there are many such stories like this and you know i share those uh, daily experience which is very personal to me which shaped my career you know i uh, Nothing wrong in telling a Zen story or a story from you know an epic or uh, from you know from uh, from a book like you know what you allari has written but I share you know I always share my
0: personal stories so this is one of those beautiful beautiful no wonder they say go givers get more yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. wonderful. Now, in your experience, Paul, you would have come across many managers, many leaders, many mentors as well. Tell us about a couple of nuggets of the best advice you have received, Paul.
1: <laughs> That's a, It's a very interesting question, and uh, you know, the biggest advice that I've received, and not just from one mentor and many mentors. Uh, one, you know, one is, you know, uh, it's about integrity, right? Mm. Mm. You, it's okay if you don't get anything right at the beginning, as long as it, as you're doing it correctly, Beautiful. right? Versus, you know, do it wrong, but you're getting right. Mm. Uh, the the la- the first the first first mistake can be fixed because inte- once you gain integrity, you can get things right. But if you you don't want integrate, to get integrated, you'll never be able to fix, you know, your life. So, that's one. Very good. Um, and the second is, you know, uh, is an advice that, you know, my mom, who I consider my, you know, biggest mentor and my coach, you know, she's, uh, she's no longer, with, uh, no longer here. But, you know, the, the one thing that she says, not in as many words, but she showed it to me in her in her uh, life. And some of my coaches, my professors have also said this: is that in a relationship, you give more than what you take, right? It it ne- does not necessarily have to be you know father, parent, children, husband, wife, customer, business, in any relationship. You don't. You even if you meet someone for the first time, you give more than what you take. Correct. So. So those were the two things, and I know. Uh, uh, incidentally, you know, these are two things that's very important to me. When when I made the decision uh, for my daughter's school here in Bangalore, mm. we had three schools, but the school that we chose to send her, uh, we sent her because that in their value system, integrity was number one. The other two schools did not have it. So, mm. Beautiful, beautiful.
0: So so in a sense, what you received is what you practice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's very nice. Much. Now. One of the beauties of leadership, Paul, is the ability to work across multiple cultures. Right. In fact, leaders are going global as we speak. I I agree. (laughs) Right. What is it about cross-cultural diversity and integration? Have you learned that is serving you well, Paul, when you work across multiple cultures? (laughs) So, you know,
1: well, the the answer is you know uh, respect the culture, understand that you know uh, that every culture is you know is evolved and has its own uh, you know uh, systems and beliefs and you know processes and faith and nuances and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think you know fundamentally as a human being we all you know the basic uh, expectation that we have from each other is, you know, uh, is to respect each other, right? Is, is that's the, that's the, you don't, if you respect the individual, you, res, you accept the individual for who they are and, uh, leave the biases out then rest of it becomes immaterial by design. You're going to, you know, treat them fairly and equally. And, uh, this also comes from my belief system that, you know, uh, Give more than you can take, right? And uh, you'd be surprised. You might think that you are giving more. The moment you give more, you're only giving. You're getting it back in multiples. Right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a beneficiary of that. I, I, you know, I strongly believe that. Be it knowledge or be it, you know, sharing a, uh, you know, a, an in, a connection. Uh, just be respectful, you know. Just be uh, approach the individual with. Um, with with the uh, mindset and the thought process that you know they have a reason for what they are doing,
0: right? Very nice.
1: uh, so Very
0: nice. I mean, celebrate the humanity within one, each one of us, respect exactly. the other person, exactly. and then like you're saying, give it, <laughs> right. give exactly. them more value, right? They'll come back at some point in time. Only thing there is no timeline to it.
1: <laughs> absolutely you know thankfully I work for an organization which is you know which is very uh, you know the value system is respect okay. and trust and uh, you know having fun together nice. uh, you know celebrating uh, you know the the diversity you know these are these are more important to the organization and the value system I love that about the organization so it helps me you know, in a way, i I'm, I'm, i feel natural, you know, a natural fit at this ecosystem because you know that's what I I value the most too. Beautiful, beautiful.
0: Now the other thing about organizations, Paul, is all about growth. Everybody wants multiplier growth, but teams sometimes want to be risk covers and they think more about incremental growth. Right. So, so how do you change their mindset, Paul? That I'm very curious to hear that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ten years ago, my answer, you know, would have you know was you know uh, uh, process and technology, right? Uh, you do right set the process and keep, keep the right technology. Things will fall in place. And uh, now the you know now that I have more gray hair and uh, you know more bald patches, it's not
0: showing though. <laughs>
1: So everything can be done in Zoom. So so it's more people and purpose, right? Uh, If you don't align, you know, uh, if you don't align the individual with the purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And if if they're, they're an inventor, if they are an innovator, and if they're intellectually curious about something, and if you bring them and say that, you know, do this, which is follow step one, two, and three, and go back, follow step one, two, and three, that individual is not going to, you know, it's not their, you know, their purpose is in create creating something new, you know, so uh, I, I feel, uh, you know, I, I'm a strong believer of that, right, because I, if I want personally, if I want to go professionally, personally and financially, mm-hmm. applies for everybody okay. Right? Okay. and I can do that only by doing what I enjoy doing, right, mm-hmm. Uh, so, so if you, if I get the best salary, best t- title, but if it's not matched with my you know, purpose, then I'm personally, I'm not going to in- grow or enjoy. Right. Sure. So I, uh, my, uh, my mantra or, you know, my, uh, uh my one line answer to that is, you know, match people and purpose and then rest of it will fall in
0: place. Very good. Would that be your hiring mantra as well, Paul, which is to, when you hire leaders, Yes, you know because uh,
1: absolutely. Uh, when we when we hire, so here's the thing, right? You know, there are two things. Role, if you get the right role, mm. right, salary will follow, right? Correct. Correct. Or you pick the highest salary, the role will match the salary, mm. right? Mm. What What is not discussed is, you know. And what is not captured in a JD or in the uh, in the you know in the title or the salary is hmm. what what is that you know how can I keep you in the organization for twenty years twenty five years right or how can I keep you engaged for the eight hours that you are at your desk right so hmm. so an engaged leader you know is equal you know automatically leads to a team that is very engaged right an inspired team and when you have a team that is inspired then you know the results are also going to be inspiring right so i think in that journey the most important thing is to first of all find out what the purpose uh, of the you know the in- individual what do they want to do true sure. you know as a team what do we want to do and ask hey are you aligned right very nice right. and if it's not you know let's find something that you know that will that will help them you know align or find what they really want to do beautiful
0: beautiful i'm reminded of what i learned early on in my coaching journey paul they say how do you link your current performance to future potential to life purpose right that vertical coherence if it's aligned then boom i mean the best work comes out absolutely very nice Very nice. Now I'm curious a little bit about you personally, Paul. There's loads of change happening around you. Whether it be people, process, technology, ecosystems, platforms, everything is changing. How does Paul stay ahead of the change? (laughs) So... uh...
1: (laughs) I'm not sure if you hear this answer very regularly, but you know there are two, three things I'm I'm very passionate about. Is one uh, surrounding you know somehow get into the uh, you know company of really intellectual people, right? So if, you know all my team, uh, every every single leader that I work with in, in the organization are really really smart people, right? Mm-hmm. So they are they are probably um, yeah, you know, probably some of the, the best you'd find in the industry in those areas. Yeah. So I, I chat with them. I connect with them regularly. So some of you know, sometimes I connect with no agenda. It's just we'll you know, it starts with you know, hey Rafael Nadal, you know, when dropped out of Wimbledon, and mm-hmm. you know, we we discuss a wide variety of topic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is one. Yeah. The second is I also you know. Uh, uh, my my both my parents were teachers and preachers. Ah,
0: no I never... wonder. Okay, <laughs> so that must be part of you now.
1: <laughs> I should have you know also chosen a, a you know teaching as a career, but somehow I did not do that. So, but I'm still very passionate about uh, teaching, coaching, and mentoring. Hmm. So one way of you know uh, being connected uh, to that is you know I I coach uh, I, I you know coach and mentor startups. Beautiful. So, and particularly startups that have um, interest, you in know, not just ROI, but also positively uh, a positive change to the ecosystem and, you know, to the, uh, to the community they serve, right? Um, so there are a few really sharp kids, you know, that I've, I, I connect with and I speak with them. Mm. And the third also is, you know, I set aside a, um, uh, you know some fund uh, for every in the end of every decade I go for a refresh so uh, I, I I go to campuses so this recently completed a course in 2010 I completed a course so it's you. it's not when I say campus it's not online or anything I take I, I go for a two weeks three weeks attend class and come back so that has helped me it's not by design mm. I, I started off and I, I continued that, and then I realized that I'm learning more from being back in campus because in ten years, in a decade, everything that is taught to you a decade ago has changed. Okay. Uh, but B school professors are teaching entirely different case studies, different concepts. Okay. Uh, you know, the last decade they were talking about innovation. That was this. This time they're talking about authenticity. You know, hmm. you know, being a true, uh, finding a true north. That also helps. Very nice.
0: Very nice. Now, there is something that we call the soul of leadership, Paul, which is all about the authentic self. What advice would you provide to leaders for them to discover their authentic selves, Paul?
1: (laughs) Uh, So, my answer is you know, uh, stay true to yourself right because here's the thing we are we as leaders we are we are all we're constantly trying to self-critique ourselves and try to make too many changes mm-hmm. right? uh, i'm not saying don't change but at the time at the same time not saying that sculpt yourself every morning <laughs> uh, so the other piece is also that you know you're really we are surrounded by so someone, you know, I have a little over 20 years of experience, all the leaders that I work with, years of experience, mm-hmm. they also have gone through the same journey that, you know, I have gone through, right? Correct. Correct. So be trying to be what you're not, is something that they'll see through immediately, right? And we all do that, we, we all, you know, in our family, in the, in the circles that we work with, when we see someone who is, who know that, Deep down, they're a very different person, but you know, when they put up a different act, it's easily identifiable. So the only way to stay, you know, find your uh, fi- find what you want to do early uh, in your career and sure. stay the crow course is to be true to yourself and you know continue to you know realign uh, without you know without making without changing your core, your values and your belief system. So that would probably be my uh, you know, uh, guiding, uh, guiding principle for my, Wonderful. my journey Perfect. to being an authentic leader.
0: Very good. Now, this is an opportunity where leaders from across the globe would actually go ahead and learn from your experience, Paul. What one or two elements of advice would you provide leaders, Paul? For them to be greater leaders? My, uh,
1: listen to your team, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) The the answer is always, you know, within the team, right? Mm -hmm. We go, we spend top dollars to attend conferences, top dollars to, you know, uh, engage with consultants and ask a i don't understand what what my customer wants the answer is actually you know with the team mm. so sometimes you know we we are more open to external voices than internal voices mm. so uh, my answer is you know i, I think you know it, it's it's i also constantly reiterate to myself and i've been constantly reminded too, mm. that you know the team does not necessarily mean the, the core group that you work with Mm. If you have, there are people who are, you know, who are want to meet with you with great ideas, uh, but you know we don't usually make the time for that. Mm. And you know that's um, that I think is the uh, is the biggest way to address that problem because the answer always lies within.
0: True. Beautiful. Beautiful. Allow me to say. Thank you, Paul. It's been wonderful getting your insights, getting your perspectives. I'm fairly confident that when people go ahead and listen to you, it will open up certain possibilities for them as well. Allow me to say thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Paul.
1: Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Definitely. Looking forward to speaking with you.